0: But you got just as much power as the most powerful people in the world.
1: You
0: You get to decide. You get to decide.
1: So I would like to start to encourage our people to really just think outside the box. Be delusional. Unofficial, official official launch of a new podcast. So I'm curious what made y'all choose TZ?
0: I can afford to sleep.
1: And we're live. Hi. Yes. Hello. me again cypress keynote today we're trying something new okay hold on breathe i never let the live stream breathe i just turn it on and start talking all right we're trying something new today we have some family friends african dreaming today is going to be it's like an unofficial official launch of a new podcast concept we're doing so I'm wanting to connect with other creators and talk about why we chose to live this alternative lifestyle. Um, and I have been corresponding with African Dreamer for a while. They just go vibes enjoy yeah. their channel. And I'm like, OK, they'll be like the perfect candidates for my first little dip in my toe yeah. in, see how it feels. Yeah. All right. So this All right. is going to be season one of the EPK radio podcast. Season one is called Be Delusional, and we're going <laughs> to talk about why delu- being delusional isn't the negative thing that it automatically sounds like it would be when you think of such a concept. So right. first, African Dreaming, introduce yourselves.
0: Okay, go ahead. Baby, you said it off. My so I'm right. April. 1st, and, and I'm Julius.
1: And we so tell African us a little Dreamin'. bit about y'all. African dreaming. So, I happen to know that y'all are African American expats living here in Tanzania. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did that come about? Did y'all always have, like, this Obi oh, move to Africa dream? Did it just like something y'all decided to do one day? Like, I just want to know about that because that in itself is such an unusual thing. You know, like us right. as being Americans, we live comfortably in america you know most people are like why did you go to africa you know when we we're uh okay.
0: yeah we get that a lot too a yeah. lot right and it's just right. like okay <laughs> i
1: want to know why y'all go to africa
0: <laughs> uh it's 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 like a a both and rather than a a one issue you know issue so to speak like uh Ever since we were younger we've been together we've been we've been together for uh, 20 married for 15 so Yeah, so like Together, you know, this this is my partner right here, you know, and vice versa So we we kind of you put us together. We kind of invincible So as a collective we've never been afraid of Anything or anywhere so you know, if we, we decide we finna go do something, we hell, yeah, we finna go do it. And that's just what it is. That's what it's always been. And um uh yeah, but yeah, it's you,
1: it's you know, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things that motivate you to experience something different. You know, um just tired of the rat race. That um, one. That one, you know, that's a big thing. And uh, like like Julie said, it's not just one thing, it's multifaceted, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the rat race, it's, you know, the current events going on in America. Um, just, you know, my husband leaving the, the house and wondering if he's gonna come back okay. You know, stuff, you know, things are happening. I was in healthcare and the pandemic, you know, fear of uh, something happening and I get sick and I bring it home. You know, it's, it was a whole bunch of it, it wasn't just one thing. And we always wanted to, um, see Africa.
0: Um, so we just decided to pick up and like, let's go. What's the worst that can happen? Because why not? Right? And if it don't work out, it'll go back. It I mean yeah. I, Look, I mean, I think I, it's just a personal opinion that I think we should. Uh, I think any decision in life can be as complicated as the thinker makes said thought. Right. So I mean, it ain't got to be hard for some people. um, I think if you overthink and overanalyze everything, Mm -hmm. you start to delve into parts of life that are, in fact, the unknown. And that's what a whole lot of this is, is moving to Africa, is relocating. It could be wherever you decide to go. If you, um, because my wife is a thinker, she's very organized, she's very, thought analytical. She's very thought oriented, but at the same time, that could be a detriment. And sometimes it depends on the subject matter. I can be that way. And she kind of pulled me back. So we balance off of each other. We kind of rein each other in when you start going down certain rabbit holes. Right. And um. <clears throat> I mean, you
1: can talk yourself into or, or out, out of
0: anything. Yep. Anything. Yep. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. So like, I like what you said about like, just wanted to venture out into the unknown and Africa really is the unknown like it's so right. little that we know about what culture looked like what really anything mm-hmm. looked like outside of propaganda you know and we pretty much was on the same sure. wave like I share a lot of the same sentiments April my husband was working as a firefighter EMT for many many years so as you can imagine you know uh, once the, the pandemic happened, they put him on mandatory overtime like he already Mm -hmm. worked a full 24 hours now you got to work a full 36 a full 48 and i'm like is he gonna come back today you know right Right. just, Right. just so many things that was like pulling me outside of my comfort that we had worked so hard to build and i'm like well I don't have to stay here. You know, I don't have right. to be doing this. Like, I could just do right. something else. It
0: right. Right.
1: is like you said, you know, um, mm-hmm. I like to live life where I'm constantly walking into the unknown because otherwise, in my opinion, we ain't living, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just that, like, you either think too hard about it or you don't think enough about it, but you find that medium in between. So what we did was, like, I felt the inspiration, you know. I waited to talk to my husband about it because, like you said, we a team. We got to be on the, on the same wave. And he's like mm-hmm. yeah let's do it and i'm like all right bet we're doing this let's do it no, <laughs> dude, dude. so no, we only took no. about six months of planning and saving and we bounced and we probably would have left a little bit sooner if we didn't have to wait to renew our passports for real. For real. so you know right. like i feel y'all like, it really was just like okay life just took a sudden turn you know it's not something that's in my control i'm no longer as comfortable yeah. as i once was i want to go do something else now
0: you know, yeah, right? yeah.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Sort of it.
1: definitely. <clears throat> definitely. So, like, what would you say, I would say, was your biggest fear, you know, when you decided to walk into the unknown? Because, you know, we all have to face fears. Either we get paralyzed by them or we persevere, persevere through them. So, like, what was the first fear that you said, like, what would you say you experienced when you decided to take the leap? Was it the concept of like leaving the country period? Was it the concept of like a unknown country you've never been to? Like, what was it? Mm. I don't think it was, I don't think it was going to another country because we lived, we lived outside of the U S before. So um, no problem. So yeah, yeah so that we kind of, you know, had a, a idea that it wouldn't be like America because we, we lived outside of America. Right. But I would you say. Do you I ask where y'all lived before?
0: We lived in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for
1: wow. Almost, yeah, for like yeah. three almost three years. Yeah. Jumped around yeah.
0: Japan, visited, Japan, the, like yeah. just a lot of different places. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like it's yes and no. I mean, um, big deal, kinda fear a little bit. Um, for me, this whole question slips over into into mortality, right? Um. <clears throat> because when i think about fear when i think about the possibilities of what could go right and what could go wrong um i'm constantly reminded because of events in recent years it was reinforced i've been through a lot in my life so so baby but uh it's kind of like you know none of this is forever right none of this is forever so i feel like in a sense we I don't like you know what you know. One of my mottoes: I'm getting wrong for business. I'm just gonna speak for myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk for me.
1: Before uh, you before you finish, I want to just go ahead and preface with that. Like the point of me segmenting this into more of a podcast space and inviting y'all is because I want us to be able to speak more freely and have course, more more comfortable of a conversation. So like yeah. don't don't worry about what you know none of that. So say what you feel and feel what you say. Right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. right. I I contemplate and and, uh, uh, delve over mortality every single day, sometimes multiple times throughout the day because I'm having this extremely surreal experience called life, right? So sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes I'm laughing. Sometimes I'm crying. But the one thing that's guaranteed is the lack of permanence and foreverness. So when it comes to feel, when it comes to with this workout, will that workout, baby, at the end of the day, all this shit goes away.
1: Right.
0: All mm-hmm. this goes away. So why not live? Why not try? Why not go explore? Why not? And then the, the days you feel like sitting on the couch and just watching Netflix, hell, do that too. Right. It's a mixed bag. It ain't gotta be that hard.
1: Right. It
0: ain't gotta be that complicated, in my opinion. Yeah. That's just me.
1: That's him on the philosophical side. <laughs> You no, know, but I can not agree with that because I feel like um I feel like that's something you know you had to learn with the gift of time, really. I know right. I did it. Um, because same thing, I can agree 1,000, like a lot of why I said, you know, F this, I'm going to live a bucket list lifestyle, it's because I started yeah. feeling very aware of my mortality as well, you know, and then just mm-hmm. the concept of the world, everybody, you know, I had a per, I had like a loved one pass away, and then the then the panorama started, and then I had another, look, you know, so there was like this whole concept of, okay, I'm flesh, I'm alive, I'm here right young, now, what am I going to do with this? You know, and I really decided to just kind of jump off the porch because I'm sure just like y'all probably can say y'all had some similar experience. I had some people try to discourage me, like, oh, why are you gonna go? What this, Mm that, and the third gonna happen to you, you know. And Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. I had to realize, you know, that is their myopic perception of this reality. Like they are so afraid of anything they don't know that they want to discourage you from learning, you know, like Yeah. So like, what did it feel like? To do something so different, you know, like even once y'all found, of course, y'all lived abroad before, but coming to Africa in the middle of the panorama, you know, like that's a little right. outside of the box. <laughs> right. you, decide, right. you know, because we could have we went literally anywhere. There has been a ton of programs like bring your American dollars here, you know, come be a mm-hmm. digital nomad here. There's tons of countries opening their arms to us right now. So I'm curious, what made y'all choose TZ?
0: Oh uh, You, you want to start? Well, for one, I we we I believe that uh it was beneficial to us. What what kind of solidified deal on this end is because prior to uh us moving, we've had uh friends who are continental Africans in the US for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing about bonding and, and meshing and, and spending time with other folk outside of your immediate you know comfort zone or circle you never know the roles that these people may or may not play in your life i mean that applies for everything but we had a friend that we've known for a while that we could really trust that we could uh ask a lot of questions i mean you can research to whatever extent you choose to research but when you got a real life flesh and blood person in front of you that's like Hey bro, now if we get older or we go, what we gonna do about this, or what is this like, or what is that like? That that's a game changer. Yeah. And then the with the person that he is um saying, bro, if you want to make this a reality, we got y'all. We got you, we got you, we got April, y'all ain't gotta worry about nothing. You you touch the ground, everything is 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 good. I stepped out, we stepped out on faith. We believed him because we had known him for X amount of years, for the time that we knew him and, and we got here, we got on the ground. He's a man of his word, everything been true, and it's just been it's been what it is since then. Right.
1: I mean we knew That's someone from here that um knew the lay of the land and we trusted. And just like Julie said, we 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 uh had the pleasure of meeting a lot of people from a lot of different places, from Togo, from Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. From the Gambia. So, from, so we had Ghana, to don't Ghana about, from yeah. Ghana. Um, so you know, we were able to talk with them and pick their brains, you know, like what is this like? What mm-hmm. is that like? You know? And then we just kind of decided. I remember when I was young, it was it was something I was watching on TV and I saw these beautiful, beautiful beaches. I didn't know at the time that was that, that was Zanzibar. That was Zanzibar. <laughs> and yeah. I always wanted to go and see it. I'm a little nosy. So that's a little bit of my reason because I had to come see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that was a lot of me too. Like, I really just wanted to come see for myself. I'm yeah. like an A1 mm-hmm. skeptic, I'm skeptical of everything, everybody, all the me time. Too. I need <laughs> I need to process period. it through my awesome. own senses for myself. So no. I just wanted to come see, honestly. Like, I and honestly, too, I have um a great deal of respect for the history of the country. And then the leadership yes. that was in place, um, I had a great deal of admiration for that. I'm like, I'm trying to go see what's up, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, That's even right. when that transition happened, I'm like, mm, I'm still going, you know. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was quite a challenging year, I think, for the whole globe, you know, when we all decided to make these transitions. Did y'all come over in 2021 or 20?
0: 2020.
1: Twenty. Twenty. wow so y'all been over y'all been over longer than us how long have y'all been yeah, over? yeah, Since, uh, yeah.
0: about uh, a year and a half little yeah about a year and a
1: half yeah yeah okay, okay. okay. So y'all, y'all got like a six month head start on us okay <laughs> cool yeah
0: we, we just didn't do a lot of uh a content when we first got here you know we just chilled we laid back we right. were peeping the lay of the land uh
1: kind of getting our
0: footing getting settled uh doing doing our thing and um so we took we we went we went on safari right we went on safari we dropped that video and then we just kind of took a hiatus for like seven eight months and when i I happened by you was actually when we had first decided okay we gonna kind of maybe dabble in this yt space a little bit and even that wasn't like the real McCoy because we kind of fell off again because you know life happens you get busy so it wasn't until the first part of this year that we actually started like really saying okay we good now we're gonna go ahead and start creating content yeah. on a consistent yeah. and regular basis
1: i personally started so i'm gonna talk about a little bit about my content journey since this is technically the first episode of this podcast yeah, have, yeah. Have tell to tell it. let them know yeah. but uh, (laughs) i decided creating i said i started creating content um to heal myself like i started as Mm -hmm. a journal um and then i was just kind of dabbling like what am i comfortable sharing like at the time i had a small self-care shop so i would just like show my products and talk about my self-care journey for the week and Mm -hmm. it was like very sporadic you know and then when i decided to move i'm like all right you know, I want to document this hardcore because I'm on this mm-hmm. whole, this is all about my evolution. So when right. I first got here, I was just throwing up anything. There was no rhyme or reason to my content, right. my structure, no nothing. And even still, I still do that because for me, it's about having fun. I believe uh, mm-hmm. creating content, especially in a space like YouTube, it's a, that's a long distance race. It's not a sprint. You know, right. if sprint, you got to go to TikTok. If you want to sprint, you got to go to Snapchat. Uh, So I came in like I'm fumbling with this. I'll find my stride, you know, because that's Mm -hmm. the way life works anyway. For Uh, sure. I love that it was just like an organic connection, you know. Y'all started supporting me. I started supporting y'all because y'all cool vibes. So tell us about the type of content that y'all making. All
0: right, we just you already know we over here being country in another country. That's it. That's just it's just me, it's the wife. We live in our life. We show y'all, you know, some aspects of it, some parts of it. Um, uh, If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, because we are flavored. It ain't really for everybody. Right, we're
1: and dabble, and dabble in everything. And, and everything. That's, that's um, uh, special to us and right. what we do every day. Like I said, being country, another country, that's that's just how we are. That's what we do. We're cooking. We're gardening. Mm-hmm. We're we're farming. You know, we're slaughtering food. And yeah, all that and cooking. All the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Product reviews. This is you know, we dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything. But it's unique to us because we're gonna do it the way we're we gonna do it in our style. You yeah. know? So yeah. it kind of doesn't you know you know you want to find that niche, but at the same time mm-hmm. you want to be true to yourself when you create content. And mm-hmm. you don't want to come off like, oh, they don't really do that for real. No, everything we true, do is real. It's that's up. what we be
0: doing. And, and then then that's, that's why I like it. y'all. <laughs> yeah. that, was, honestly, that was
1: my first impression. Like, like I was catching up with a cousin, you know, like oh, yeah, cousin, exactly. and they just sent me a little vlog so I can see how they've been doing. Like that's what it felt yeah. like very authentic. And that's what um, I hope my content feels like to people because it, you know, it is it was my intention. It, it, you know, like yes. this is my real struggle right now. This is my real triumph yeah. right now. So mm-hmm. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. connecting with others who are just as authentic. Like um, I find, you know, when you are already starting life over, you know, in this new space mm-hmm. and everything's unfamiliar, having that small sense of familiarity where it's like, okay, that's my cousin and them. That made yeah. like the yeah. difference because even stuff like you know, hearing our music. Um, it's so rare now. You rarely even hear people speaking English. So, like, hearing English, hearing our music, hearing the way we speak English, our dialect. Right. It just kind of uh, right. puts me in a different position. It's nice. Um, because I, I find, it. you know, yeah, as I was, like, starting to watch content from other creators, I felt like I didn't believe them. Like, I didn't understand mm-hmm. what the performance was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is a natural connection. I like this. Uh, yeah. So, yeah I know y'all are yeah, appreciate that. I know y'all be gardening. Tell me about that. I'm a i am I got a little bit of a green thumb before I came. I was like oh, okay. some of everything in my house. Since I've been here, I've only had a few plants. Like right now, I got like a couple of uh, succulents out there. Some of them sprouted up. I dropped a couple of green hibiscus seeds a little while ago. I think that might be at Um, but All tell right. me about what y'all growing right now, what y'all gardening.
0: Well, right now, you know, it's cold up here in the it Yeah, it's cold. Yep so like cold cold but it's off and on one day i mean it'll be like a little bit warm and then at night it'll be in the low 40s high 30s so we got some we got some mustard greens yep we got some mustard greens we
1: got some radish radish uh, we got some uh,
0: green beans green beans some garlic some
1: garlic and onion onion uh, we
0: and got
1: dill yeah, rosemary, Roseberry. just just some stuff around the house, you know, stuff you he-
0: plenty of lemongrass, lemongrass, yeah, yeah, and uh, my sweet potato died, girl, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm waiting to get some more. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wait till it warm up a little bit, and uh, and then we are gonna plant some more sweet potatoes, and uh, baby, gonna we gonna plant some more some more white potato white potatoes. Yeah, but, uh, and I'm gonna somebody gonna alone. wait for them to. You
1: know stuck the ground in the ground. It I can't I can't see it, so it's hard for me to so she wanna dig it up. I want to see what's going on. A month I early, two months early,
0: because she can't see it. So it's like who baby is ready. It's no, it ain't ready. You know, when <laughs> I was like growing too
1: many plants at once, that was my problem too. I kept bothering with them instead of letting them do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a quick take a quick intermission and say hello to everybody in the chat. We got a lot of love that Absolutely. I came through. What's up? Yes, the, yes. What's up? The everyday life of an OCD-ish chick. What's Naked? Up? Naked? What's up? Yes, hashtag be a country in another country. Thank you for sharing the stream. We appreciate it. Yes. Kana, hi, friend. Hello. Oh, Welcome to the stream. Yes. Greetings from, from Brazil. Wow, I've always wanted to check out Brazil. You <laughs> I keep it? hearing how black Brazil is. I want to go see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But
1: right. I'm flesh. My mama just died. That means I'm really going to die too. Whole way of thinking change. Oh my goodness. Like whenever yes. someone close, it's suddenly a real concept. And I think like um being American and being so Americanized, you know, we so predisposed to trauma. Like a lot of stuff isn't real until it's real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we see right, so much stuff real. on TV and we desensitize to a lot of things and it's just like, yeah. I think it probably took me a good six months to process that my grandma died. It's like I knew it, mm-hmm. and then one day I just felt really sad. And I'm like, "Oh my god, my grandma died!" Like yeah. <laughs> it took like a good I'm six months to feel that, you know. Especially yes. when you know you're busy in the modern world and everything else is going on. And but yeah, like mm-hmm. that's a very good point. Like whole way of thinking just suddenly change when you're like suddenly much more aware of your mortality for sure.
0: Yeah, everybody and, and
1: fell in the, love
0: in the chat. Gina, Go what's ahead. up, Gina? What's up, Frank? Gina versus Gina,
1: Frank G. Hello. Thank
0: y'all. Thank y'all for being here. We yeah. appreciate the support, y'all. And you know, to, to that uh, comment that the everyday life of an OCD is chick made, um, it's a uh, she. She's she. We've known her. We we've, we've connected, and we've I've I've, I've uh, been a part of her world, her circle for for a while now. And um, I remember recently her, her mom passing, and um, the strength that it takes, and the way, like you said, it don't it don't hit until it hit. So prior to us leaving, we lost. Uh, uh, um, this is in less than about a nine or ten month span. We lost five relatives. Um, Um, one of whom was first, first, uh, uh, we lost my mom in, uh, about a week, a week and a day before Thanksgiving, 2019. That was, um, she had been sick for a while, but it's still, it's still earth shattering and heartbreaking. Um, plus we took care of her in the last few years of her life. So it was some things you, 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 you you call yourself preparing for but when like you know what i'm saying when it hit it hit it's a whole different it is what it is Definitely. um in the midst of that in december in january um i had an aunt pass away to uh cancer um the toll that it took on my mom's lifelong best friend, she she had already had her own issues. And when my mom passed away, she never truly got over it. She, she, she took it hard, hard. And so in the end of February, she passed away. This is my mom's best friend since you know 14 and 15 years old for them um wow who was uh,
1: some cousins some cousins mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so so then mind you i'm talking about a 27 year old cousin a younger cousin a few months after that and before that my best friend my brother of 25 years passed away and I was like, "What in the? Yeah, what, like, is what is going really on going? Right here? Like, it made us both sit in um, in a moment and in a in a space where It's like, hold on, man. Look, like, okay, you. We found ourselves really contemplating life in a profound way. We found ourselves um, realizing that." all we do is work to pay bills we found ourselves realizing that um it's got to be a level of fulfillment that we missing something why am i working this hard why are we working this hard for someone else if we could just flip this and put this effort into ourselves Mm -hmm. maybe we can draw some level of fulfillment that we haven't achieved yet right and -hmm. we was like we sat down we talked it was like babe you want to
1: yeah, well, you had been talking about it for a while, and then I started mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe we should. And one day, I just got up to
0: uh, so go to work,
1: and I, you know, sat on the side of the bed before I was getting ready. I was like, what are we? We doing? doing? I remember the day. What are we doing? Let's yeah. just let's just go. Let's just go. Life's too short. Too much is happening. Tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. Let's just go. And let's just go. Like maybe and three months later. Wow. First I want to say my condolences To uh, the life of the everyday Everyday life of the OCD district. I gotta read it like twice every time um, For the passing of her mother But also to y'all for the passing of y'all family members There's this like Okay I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan Kendrick dropped the album mm-hmm. pretty recently The entitled track, the intro track <clears throat> Excuse me, it's called United in Grief Man, I had that thing on repeat Ridiculously since mm-hmm. then because I grieve different Okay. Right. I I grew different. And it's like, that's what the way Mm -hmm. we grieve is so different from other cultures Mm -hmm. because we don't have space. We don't have time. We don't have the emotional capacity. We're not allowed. There are so many different things that are constantly at play. So many mechanisms turning at the same time that we rarely have enough time to stop and take a deep breath.
0: I'm
1: grieving. Yeah. Yeah. grieving. So we end up carrying things for a very long time. And in my, healing, in my healing process in the last year or so, that's the main thing I have been truly unpacking, not realizing I've been grieving well, as long mm-hmm. as I can remember. But I don't know how to grieve. Yeah. I yeah. So yeah. I had to really yeah. process why I've never stopped thank you sis. And that's exactly it. We have to keep yeah. it moving. We don't never have space. It's not safe. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough something. We have right. to keep it moving. And it wasn't I until agree. I yeah. we stepped out and sat still when I was like, whoa, what is all mm-hmm. of this?
0: Mm-hmm. What are all these
1: feelings? Mm-hmm. What are all these emotions? What do I do with this? Yo. Yo. Yeah. Go ahead, bro.
0: No, you're good, fam. I, w- I was just going to say, I agree, and I, I I I agree, and the only thing that I would add to that is I think naturally, oh, yeah, we know how to grieve. We know that that there's something just hit you in the depths of your spirit in a way that you can't even translate into the English language or any other language. It can only be felt. But like you said, it's the structure, the societal um norms and and mores and and that that dictate more mores that dictate how um what's acceptable and what's not it's 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 not okay uh male or female sometimes you need to just fall to your knees break down ball and roll yourself up in the fetal position and just let it out but that ain't all right so i think naturally instinctively we have the ability, but society, especially Western well, even over here in some place, what everybody grieves differently. And right. the lack of the ability to let it, you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah,
1: I mean, you can let it out, you can let it out, but do it privately. Don't do it in front of people. You're gonna make people uncomfortable. Don't hurt. Don't be upset. <laughs> and then you have to keep going. You got bills to pay. You don't have, you got, like you said, you don't have space, you don't have you time, time to sit in that and feel yes. it. Yes. There's never enough time. There's always something to do. Time is money. You gotta go. You yep. gotta go. You gotta do this. If you miss too many days, you only get three days of bereavement. Three days. Wow. So I got three days yeah. of bereavement. I gotta get back to it. My job Except, sent me home.
0: You remember mm-hmm. They made, they were like, bruh, you, you ain't, because the normal me, I'm normally, uh, sometimes I get mistaken for being a little more stern than I really am. I'm actually a real, real cool laid back dude. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Everybody in my management, they was like, bro, you not okay. You not all right. You need to. So because in my mindset, I was like, "I okay, mom passed away. I got to stay busy. I got to keep moving. I got to keep pushing because I don't want to just sit in my thoughts necessarily in that way. They were like, bro, fam, you, you got to go home. So um, I, I, I ended up having to take some time off but it wasn't, it was so, it's everything you said. We just don't have time. I mean, I don't care who passed away. It could be your mama, your wife, your brother, your cousin. Either you paying rent or you paying mortgage. One of the two so you don't have to call notes still coming
1: yep you got to eat every day
0: call gaco and say my mama my mama died y'all uh, you know what i'm saying work with cut for that well, gonna be like that shit for the laps sorry <laughs> this real life it ain't right. no cut fuck. it ain't no grace you know
1: i like how you said you know they don't care if it was my mama you know what made me really kind of get it through my head they don't care if it's you because if you go to your right. replacement mm-hmm. they're going to be interviewing your replacement by the end of the day you know right The issue for me was when it was really time for me to make that transition, I was already on my own boss. You see, the Mm -hmm. problem was I'm sitting in my office at my house, 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because when you're the boss, it's a whole different level of pressure. And then at the same Mm -hmm. time, you know, uh, gratefully, I like to make sure I preface that because, you know, words are powerful. Gratefully, you know, my business blew up at the same time as all of this chaos. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like trying to keep my head above water, but feeling like I can't complain, like I need to be grateful right now. I'm not allowed to be complaining. I'm not allowed to be upset. I'm not allowed to feel any of these things because I need to handle this business, be a wife and take care of these kids. You Mm -hmm. know, so it's like Mm -hmm. you never have space um, until you make it. Like, I decided one day, like, I need to have all the space for myself that I can possibly have because who else is going to make it for me, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise, it will never happen. And so I think this is the perfect time and a perfect space to segue into, like, why I'm delusional now. I am so delusional that nobody can can snap me out of it. Like, I'm so delusional that I moved to East Africa in the middle of the pandemic started another mm-hmm. business bought some cars you know like i'm so delusional that i ain't just bit my pinky toe in it i dropped I right in the there you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> and i want to highlight that because i'm living outside of anything that anybody from the old life would tell me is acceptable they tell mm-hmm. me it's not real they tell me i'm out my mind i'm crazy mm-hmm. i'm living better than i've ever lived before
0: i have yeah. more time for yeah. myself
1: Excuse me, than I ever had before, and not just time, actual real energy, mental space, Uh, things that make us a human being. I suddenly have so much space for, you know, Uh, extra rest, hobbies, uh, chores. Hold on a minute,
0: hold on, stop right there, stop. Empress Kino, did you say you was over here getting rest? How dare
1: you? (laughs) Who are you? Get rest. Who are you? And you know, it's crazy because when I first got here, that's exactly what was going on. Like, left shoulder, right shoulder. It was like, okay, I finally made it. It's time they're Blacks. It's time to rest. And then the other shoulder's like, girl, you just got here. Ain't no room for space. You need to figure out what's going on. You need to do this. Right, you need to right, do that. Right. You know?
0: So. Yeah. so
1: the first year, it was that constant tug and pull of like, just chill out. Just chill out. But no, it's not safe to chill out yet.
0: And finally,
1: mm-hmm. I finally crossed that bridge. That's why I'm like, okay, I've left reality. I don't care about work yeah. anymore. I don't care about this anymore. I don't care yeah. about yeah. that anymore. I'm chilling. Right. Don't disturb I, my peace. If you catch yes. me dreaming, please don't wake yes. me until I'm done. You know, I am yes. so delusional right now. <laughs> living my I, very you know, best life.
0: <laughs> that, that's real. A part of our delusion, breaking out of living in our delusion, being delusional. Well and we had a whole a full we had a whole conversation about this. Look, look here. You have to really well we 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 look at it like this. What did we come from where you have like you said right shoulder, left shoulder, you gotta contemplate and go through a whole series of guilt about the fact that oh shit, I'm in Africa, I live here now. Maybe not forever, but for today I can afford to sleep. Mm-hmm. I can, like, when you have to reason within yourself about why you're not working yourself to death at every given moment, what the hell are you just, What what is that? Right. Look at how deep that is, man. You You feel guilty because you are literally not working yourself, your fingers to the bone day in and day out.
1: I know, right? It's Goes so many in. things that's like used to be a norm now. that's like, what, what the fuck was we doing? Like, right. You know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Real so many
1: things now. It's just like, what? That's why I'm not sure which one is the delusion. Is it I, where I'm at now, living we, outside we of societal out. norms? Or mm-hmm. was it when I was doing everything society told me I was supposed to do?
0: Right. Because right.
1: That wasn't a happy reality for me, but I was a productive member of society. Right.
0: So, Ooh. wasn't that the delusion? Because I got you know. a, I got a little bit of a response because you just said something real powerful. You said, "Uh, they will fill that position later that day." This is our my approach to it, baby. You speak freely, speak for yourself. Look here, man. Knowing that I'm engaged with an employee of an entity. That will replace me immediately upon my expiration. I think the reason more people don't think like that is because it, get da- it gets dangerous for um, the, the, the status quo. It gets dangerous for all that we know, the way we think, live, act, feel, and breathe. If you start having billions of people saying, oh, shit, this is my life. I got this one shot in this realm of existence. I might come back. I might not. I might go somewhere else. I might not. But if you start getting billions of people thinking like that, hell, you can't have that. Somebody got the clock in. Right. There's, a, there's a young prophet
1: coming coming from the city of Atlanta. He said, "Nigga, horses don't stop. They keep going. Okay. You don't like don't keep going." <laughs> This exactly. life, when it go, keep going.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Young
1: Thug had something clean and pristine to say because that's yeah. real. The hustle don't stop; it keep going. Like it, it keep going. You right. hear it, not, it keep going. <laughs> right, right.
0: And yeah. you know what? And speaking speaking of that, that's something that. Oh, did you? You were gonna say something? Uh, something else that kind of uh, helped me slip into my delusion? My personal delusion is. Like what you just said is so what we're talking about is so profound because for a little bit of for this period, I had just gotten old, not gotten old, true, because I still live with, with mom every day. I, I miss her every day, but I was still dealing with that and I was starting to kind of heal like just a little bit, like reaching some form of okay, acceptance. That last stage I think I was I was really in the acceptance phase. And then when I lost my boy. I mean, my brother, my world outside of my wife—that's the—that's the loss that made me angry. Mom was just—it hurt. was hurtful. It was sorrow. It's like that's my baby. She brought me in this world. I miss her. Life will never be the same. But when I lost my boy, I got angry. I was mad. I was mad. I was mad at the world. I was mad about a whole lot of different things. But the, I really done on me one day. I wasn't so much mad at the loss as I was, how much I realized this motherfucker keep turning. Hmm. This world kept on turning. People kept laughing, people kept going matter. to Chili's. It didn't matter. They kept going to Applebee's and I was like, some days I was like, y'all don't see me cry. y'all don't see the hurt, no. What has to click for an individual, what level of loss, what level of of pain, what level of inspiration or whatever does an individual have to encounter for them to realize, man, this is it. And for all you do right, for all you do wrong, at the end of the way, when your head gone, this world right here, this blue ball sitting in the middle of oblivion, going to keep on spinning, baby. So if you want to waste your time and spend your wheels doing whatever you want to do, that's your right. If you happy, I'm happy for you. Right.
1: And, you know, you get to decide. You get to decide how you live this life. Facts. I think people forget that. Thank you, baby. They forget. I have a choice in how my life goes and what I want my life to look like. Mm-hmm. And, and that's powerful once you realize it
0: and you Facts act good. on it. A lot of
1: people don't get to do that or they feel like they can't do that mm-hmm. because they have all these things that they have to do, that society says you're supposed to standards do. you have to meet, standards you have to meet, things you have to, to do to be an acceptable person living in society, you know, so you, you, you feel you forget that you get to choose, mm-hmm. you forget that you get to choose your happiness. Yep. And how you want your life. You can shape your life the way you want it to. Now everything's not in your control. Right. But there's a lot of things in your control, a lot of things you can do to bring yourself happiness yep. and 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 find yourself. Because life life gonna beat you up regardless. You better talk. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna it's gonna take its twists and its turns and all this. It's not just one way to get where you wanna go. You'll see Life takes you down many roads. Yes. So you you still get to decide how you handle things and and what you want to do with your life.
0: You, you gotta know? be a little delusional.
1: You gotta be a little delusional. it
0: sounds like you, you gotta, gotta
1: be a be little delusional. Be a lot of delusional because straight <laughs> <laughs> up for real. Because it's like you said, it wasn't until you got angry that it was time for a change. That's why mm-hmm. we experience pain. That's why we experience grief. Like right. something is gonna hurt, but it's a difference between hurt and anger. Hurt mm-hmm. makes us introspect, but mm-hmm. anger makes us act, react. Right. So it's when we do something, once we feel anger. So I felt the same. It was like, I felt that space of anger where it's like, all right. some. It was a thing that I had been dealing with for way too long. And I'm very uh, passive, nonchalant about things that aren't important to me. Um, right. But they were angry that this still wasn't important to me. So they had to dig as deep as possible. So I was like, okay, you, you don't piss me off. I'm angry now. I want to act. You know, I'm gonna react. <laughs> right, right. But then I decided to, the thing is, when that when that happens, that's when the crossroad really comes. Like, either you're going to mm-hmm. go left or you're going to go right. So either you're going right. to go do something that don't have a negative outcome in the future, or you're going to do something that's going to catapult you in the future. You know, right. and I use that space of anger as a slingshot, like, all right. I'm up out of here. I'm trying to go do something different. I'm about to live a different life. And I like what you said, April, too, about, like, people forget. And it's true. It's like when you mentioned earlier, you know, um, we forget how to cry, you know, because we don't, we get used to holding stuff in. Mm-hmm. Because we naturally, we know when we're babies, we are cry. We cry. We, mm-hmm. we whine, we cry. We know how to do that naturally. But, like, this life conditions us um, not to express our pain, to hold it yep. in deep inside. So because of that, we forget. And because Mm -hmm. we don't tap into the power of our pain, we forget how powerful we actually are. So walking into that pain, walking into that delusion, that's the same vein of energy of transitioning your life, changing your whole lifestyle to something today that it wasn't a year ago. But the thing about that is most of us get stuck in that space. We forget. And we never Mm -hmm. remember that inherent spirit that says, I can act on my pain. I can change my life. A lot of people believe they don't even have power. Like they don't even have the concept in their mind that they can do something different because we've been conditioned so harshly that you're going to be a pariah. You're going to be an outsider. You are delusional. If you think you're delusional outside of the way society told you, you need to function. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I find like living in my delusion, I'm experiencing more success than I ever did in the system. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> How yeah. about that? How about that? And a level of peace also. I mean, everything comes with a price. Being being in a space of uh, being unwilling to be delusional and go explore and, and live your life. Uh, like Baby said, um, making that decision comes with a price. Um, And staying in that space comes with a price because I think, you know, delving into a little bit of sociology and social engineering for just a moment, if we may, we're all born into a world that already exists. We're born into a world that depending upon your uh, point of origin, your social status and or structure, your agenda, your uh, uh, sexuality, all kinds of different caveats contribute in, into this, this point. But here's the thing. It has been completely curated by other people who lived before you, many of whom are already deceased. Yep. So just know. like those people had the power to create a world that you born into because of they realized the power within themselves while they lived. You have the same. You came out your mama. You're a human. You literally have you may not have as much money or influence upon arrival, i.e. birth. But you got just as much power as the most powerful people in the world. You get get
1: to decide. You
0: get to decide. You really do. It's there. The decision is there. I mean, you know, whether you want to make that call or not, that's on the individual. But, baby, the power there. All you gotta do is do it. And if if I may add something else, while it's on my mind, for my delusional people out there. Quit looking to be understood by everybody. Right. Get off that shit. Let that go. You will never live a, full, a, 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 a life that is full of uh, passion and, and experience and going here and going there and doing this and doing that and turning around thinking you're having to be understood by everybody. No. Set
1: yourself up for failure
0: and disappointment. Right. Girl. Right. I'm sorry, Everett. Go ahead. My bad. I get uh, I get caught up sometime. You
1: still
0: there, I think she's still with us. Maybe she just got hung up a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: See if we can bring her back in. I mean, bring her back in. We on her show? Yeah, this ain't your show. We going We just gonna keep the show going. <laughs> we don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. So, well, I guess it's just
0: us. I guess it's just us. For right. We here hey, Might everybody. be some technical issue. Yeah.
1: Let's speak happens. to everybody.
0: Let's speak to everybody. Yeah. Saw, Who is in right here? Oh Gina. Thank you. Gina. Gina versus Gina. Uh Brother Canal, if you still in here, thank you. Uh Frank G. Frank G. My man. My man. And and big shout outs to my sister Nikki for oh Miss Audrey Willis is here. Miss well.
1: Audrey, I saw you when you popped in. Hello. Thank you for being here. You speaking to both of us, Miss
0: Audrey, or just April today? Don't I don't. Be like that. don't I got like, to give Miss Audrey a hard like time because she always. Miss
1: Audrey can't type right now because she says she's listening while she at work. Okay. So don't be. Well, don't still, be talking to Miss Audrey and she can't say nothing bad. She
0: threw me away for a day. No, she did.
1: But I love her anyway.
0: <laughs> and Frank G was making some real good points too, man. As a man, he did a video mm-hmm. about as being a man. You know, um, uh, he was talking about some past relationships and hurts and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there she she back. Hey.
1: I'm back. <laughs>
0: we just holding the fourth down.
1: I see y'all. Y'all true professionals. Y'all already knew. it. <laughs> I'm not worried. I knew y'all knew how to do the thug thizzle. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I missed the last thing you said. You was like, if you may, do you recall? If it's like, if oh, not,
0: it's okay. No, uh, no, no. I do. I do. I was saying, um, fr- from from a, a social standpoint. The, we, we born into a world that's been curated for us to to direct us in specific areas and specific genres um not only gay uh or, or, or LGBT let's just say the LGBTQ your social status um your your uh, ethnicity your skin color all of these are variations that play into a bigger agenda that's purposefully been been curated upon your arrival Period. So, so what I
1: heard is uh right. there's a collective delusion that already exists before you even pull up the Ooh. scene which is still missing, and they be like, Ooh. Oh, you tripping if you don't accept this delusion, you the one that's crazy. That's what I heard. Oh, right. that, you
0: heard me right. right. That, that's what yep. that's what I said. Yeah, yes. you got you, she picking up what I'm putting down, yes, right. She is she picking up got what it I'm up. Down.
1: picking it up, And that but. is why I've like transitioned into like using these buzz where it's like delusional, right? Because mm. we we People get discredited for thinking outside of the box all the time. If you're not doing what groupthink tells you to do, if you're not moving and shaking in the mainstream of thought, you're a problem. It's a problem. A problem. A thing. We need yeah. to discourage you any way that we can. So we're going to give you negative labels. We're going to throw you in whatever class that we can to be ostracized. Um, so one of the reasons I like to talk about mental health experiences, not only with myself, but in our community on this channel is that very reason. You know, that's still an issue within our community where everything is shush, 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 hush, Mm -hmm. hush, hush. And if you use rays where it's like crazy or delusional or, you know, anything that sounds anything outside of the norm, it's a problem. Red alert, high Mm -hmm. alert. Um, But the issue is these same frames of thinking, these same waves of energy, these same pieces of thought are what people who are incredibly successful are using to get their way in this reality.
0: So right. I find it to
1: be interesting that yeah. our class of people, our cast of people, are being know. discouraged from thinking, hmm, I'm going to create a reality for myself outside of this reality that they told me I need to exist in. Ooh. But there's Ooh. others that are being applauded for thinking and moving in that same way. Right. So Come I on. would like to start to encourage our people to really just think outside the box
0: be delusional
1: right. be delusional Oh, uh, we we d- 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 and yeah. be intentional in your delusion there so you go that. exactly <laughs> that's the be most important part too. thank yes. you April that is the most important part not just being delusional but being intentional in your delusion when I said I'm not living in the rat race anymore I don't need to exist in the American middle class I'm going to go to Africa and see what they are doing I didn't just do that all willy-nilly i had myself established to make that transition because i was intention right. about executing right. my delusional so like right. by being delusional so it's like don't just do anything without any rhyme or reason the whole purpose is to be intentional and to be so intentional that others can't even see what your intent is
0: right yeah. right. real talk real talk yeah. and, and you know I, back to the to the mental health point to um Being from the South, being from the Bible, I grew up. You know, we both grew up in 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 church and all of that. Now, you know, I've said this before. We, I don't speak for my wife. We we agree on. I'm 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 spiritual. I'm I'm not religious at all. But uh, I have my personal relationship with the Creator is is mine and mine alone. That's my business. That's between me and 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 the entity, you know, so to speak. But with regards to mental health, um. We talking about late seventies, early eighties. Uh, when people have mental health issues in the area we from, you do two things. You pray for them once, hoping that that fixes everything. And after that, you act like they just don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like this person with this obvious mental issue, this, this, this mental health dynamic that exists we're just going to ignore them and say, oh that's just how such and such It no they have a problem they may need some help i have people in my family with with everything ranging from it's a big spec from autism to uh, schizophrenics to all types of things and i'm i'm really because i'm 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 a pretty um i'm optimistically pessimistic <laughs> would describe my, my personality to myself, right? So I don't have a whole lot of faith in, in much outside of myself and the love of my life. Sadly, I'm gonna say this, not even for, for our community. But with this one point, I'm glad to see more people uh in our community accepting, acknowledging, and starting to understand mental health issues in a different way. Cause uh there was a time where you would just tuck that one auntie with those issues away. Mm-hmm. That one cousin, you would tuck them away. The family would just act like they didn't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I feel like
1: you know the- anxiety, um, generalized anxiety. I mean, like being on here, this is not.
0: Oh, she done came a long way, you Yeah, I, I, can, I can
1: talk in front of people about it, but in the beginning, he was doing all the rest by himself because I was like, you yeah, know, I don't to put myself out there. It's anxiety. I have I have a lot of anxiety. Um, but I felt, for me, the best way to get through is to jump in and just mm-hmm. do those things that scare me, you know, and then that, that helped me, but that's not the case for everybody. You <clears throat> have to be able to talk about those things to be able to to, to help people yeah. and fix them. But a lot of times it doesn't get talked about, it gets looked under the rug. Just mm-hmm. like you said, you, yeah. oh, I feel bad for them and don't really talk about, oh, hush, hush, or, you know, let's pray about it. And that's not always that's done. Always, when you mean. don't want to experience it, you know, we talk, you know, you don't let people know your business and, you know, things mm-hmm. of that. Nature. Mm-hmm. Just keep it quiet. Excuse me. So one of the primary reasons I created this space for myself and then decided to invite others who are like minded is just so that I will have a space to vent that. I had nobody that I felt comfortable enough calling, picking up the phone. It was a couple people Mm -hmm. I tried once or twice and was like, "Mm, I'll never do that again. (laughs) So I started talking to myself Um, and I agree that unfortunately, you know, anxiety issues and stuff like that is common, especially amongst us as black women. Because we're putting we put under so much pressure constantly, it's yes. unrealistic to expect anything other than that outcome. Like right. a normal human being under these pressured circumstances that we cannot be relieved from, anybody, most people really would just fold. Honestly, they would right. just bump yes. under the pressure be crushed. But us, we find different ways to cope. Um, and anxiety, unfortunately, is one of the ways they manifest in us. Yes. When I started like really unpacking all of this for myself, origi- originally it was like felt very individualistic, like it was only me. But then I started being more real with myself, like okay, I'm genetically predisposed to this. Are they been? Are people been under this pressure for literally millennia? Like yes. this is this is the being inherited in DNA all over and over mm-hmm. because that's what happened when you reproduce. It's not just you know your physical. Uh, attributes is also the environmental Ones that get inherited and passed on as well So it's like so, we're coming into the world Predisposed to being Put under this type of pressure And then Epigenetics reager- is very real Very and gets realer Every generation as well So it's like as we breed additionally We start to manifest things even further You know that didn't exist One generation, two generations, three generations ago And quite mm-hmm. frankly you know um, In those generations that you discussed You know the late 70s, 80s Even probably early 70s, the people who were experiencing mental health issues were those who were susceptible to things like the crack epidemic. You know, Mm -hmm. let's be real like these are the people who got swept up first are the people who were under the most pressure. And then it just yep. became a, a cultural thing. So it's like, in addition to you know us having different things that get added onto our culture from outside sources, we constantly under different pressures to exist in that society and just exist in our bodies in general. You know, to take right. up space anywhere we go, we have to learn that it's okay to exist as a human being. Like we have to learn to give ourselves permission for that. You know, right. after being told for so long that it's not okay, um, and that's why I'm like, mm, in my delusion. I'm the empress of my world. This is the regal court. Everybody's world. Don't speak to okay. me unless I allow you in the game. You know, like Yo. I have all the rules. <laughs> I ain't afraid to assess that nowadays. Anywhere, I go. I'm like, mm, I don't like this. I this is this will make me more comfortable. You know, I'm very open now with like this is what will make me comfortable. Instead of feeling like mm, I need to be quiet, we need to play the back, we need to learn how to blend. You know, all the things that we've been taught to do. So, mm-hmm. like, first of all, congratulations for like growing and taking the step to start putting yourself on camera after being shy. Cause that, that's not an easy feat, you know? It's not. Right, right, right. It's pretty I'm not hard. shy. You don't get, don't not get it twisted. I'm not well, shy. Okay, camera <laughs> shy. <laughs> People like that, cause I am quiet. I'm, I'm a quiet person. But when I got something to say, I'm saying. It. But no, I'm not shy. It's just, you know, putting yourself out there because you don't know who's watching. The, you know, you know there's
0: millions of people. Yeah. You don't know who's born. You know, so it's it's and then getting in your head about it. And it's
1: just getting out of your head about
0: it and you know, just just doing it.
1: Like, why not? What I'm like, yeah. I'm
0: the boys? shy Yeah. I'm really shy. He are laughing. you really? Is no. he really? I don't believe that. No. <laughs> why, why I can't be shy.
1: Neither My husband I'm is shy. shy. <laughs> You're not shy. Stan is shy.
0: No. Well I, I'm shy. I I really bashful girl. You just no. you should nice. see me out in the roof and walking around being shy all day. Wow.
1: <laughs> so I've been having a ball talking to you guys about how we chose to live an alternate lifestyle. How we are being delusional and being comfortable and not only just comfortable, proud about it and encouraging others to tap into whatever their delusion is, too. As long as it's not harming anyone, by the way. Let me add that because some people and not everybody's thinking and feeling the way I feel. I got to remember that. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, as long as you are not harming anyone intentionally, feel free to live in your delusion out in the open. Uh, If Christino says it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) that means it's long (laughs) but before we get ready to uh, head out I wanted to say thank you to everybody who's now become a part of the Regal Gang that came over from the African Dreaming family Um, it's the same kind of vibes that I would have expected from them you know, just dope people coming to show love, support and encouragement and I really appreciate that Um, before we get ready to wrap up please let everybody know how and where they can support you and follow your journey Yes. All you, so we are on YouTube, of course, African Dreamin'. We are on TikTok and Instagram, also African Dreamin'. We're also on buy, you, buy Me A Coffee. You can go there and support us there and buy us an adult beverage that helps support our channel. And yeah, we got some things coming up with Buy Me A Coffee uh just like you doing your podcast yeah
0: we're, we're working on we're working on building podcasts our podcast and everything yeah. so we'll roll that out
1: soon and membership so yeah that's where you can find us yeah very excited about that and if you haven't already go follow African Dreaming here on the YouTube platform they are linked below in the description box when you get there make sure you tell them regal gang sent you gang gang that's right so they Regal gang, gang, gang. gang. yeah gang. Gang. Until next time, my friends, go ahead and sign them off and let them know how you being country in another country.
0: That's hey, right. That's what, but, but uh, hey, we, we done hung out with Empress Kino. We
1: have done talked Kino. about
0: being or not being delusional, right? With right.
1: intentions. That's with right. intention. right. So with
0: until y'all see us again, until Empress catch us again, babe, what we going to be doing? We going
1: to be over
0: here. Be being country in, country in another, another country.
1: country. That's hey. right. Until next time, my friends. Fake head, bounce with it. Until next time, my <laughs> hey. baby. Practice self-care. Listen to your needs daily. Do it every day. Every day. Yes. You are important. Care for yourself daily. Yes. This has been Empress Kino and African,
0: African Dreaming. Dreaming. <laughs> Thank you, sis. We appreciate you so Thank much.
1: You. Oh, for sure. I'm glad to have y'all.